story. Welcome to Pilot Boys, the podcast where we do TV show stuff. Um, today we have Karen. Hello. And, and also New York Times writer, LA Times writer, LA is writer. Double writer cheeseburger fan. <laughs> That's the most important part. <laughs> American Dirt. Stan. Writer. <laughs> Pen name writer. That was me. Yeah. yeah. Eric Alino, how you doing? I did write American Dirt, and um, I want to take this time to say that I let that white lady take all the heat for me. That's true. But that's what she gets paid for, you know? Yeah. Ghost wrote it. Yeah, I remember she, when she he signed a non-disclosure, but I did it, so. I remember when he wrote it, and he's like, dude, this is going to change the world. <laughs> and I was just like, bro, it did. The world isn't ready for this. Uh, okay, so, so today we're doing Hentified, the new Netflix show created by Marvin Lemus and Linda Yvette Chavez. What did you guys think of the first episode? Also, oh. Galindo has, we should preface this, Galindo already yeah. has seen all of it. Extensive knowledge on this subject. like, wrote a very good piece. Yeah. And... I feel like you should lecture us. Yeah. You can so teach a class on it. All right, I guess I'll talk <laughs> a little bit about... My hentified knowledge is pretty deep, for sure. <laughs> I want to talk about a little bit why I wanted you on. Okay. Because... It's not just because he wrote that? It's not just because he wrote that. It's more because I think he's that person that I talk to a lot about this kind of shit. Mm. We've argued about this a lot. Like, we've gone back and forth. And it's it's like this issue, or it's something that I'm fascinated with because I'm so close to it. You know, being Latino and watching a lot of media. But it's also, like, it's complicated. Like, there's not, there's not these hard rules with other shit. Like, it's easy to enjoy stuff that's not about your own culture. It's I, For True. me, at least. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm more critical. I think more about, like, what it means for shit. Yeah. I see so that. Mm-hmm. I wanted Galino because I feel like him and I have a lot of differing opinions about this kind mm. of shit. In a good way, though. I, I do think, like, my entire watching experience of everything is kind of on a curve because I also create of content, like video. I make movies. Oh. Sh- and I write a lot, so I'll tell you, like, the first thing, when I first learned how to edit video, like, legit, when I, you know, was editing, and then I'd go see stuff, I would see all the edits. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see them. I could see the writing. I could see everything. I could see the effort. And it was kind of unenjoyable for a second. And after a while, you learn how to appreciate effort and how to appreciate the moves they're making and the choices people are making and you learn to enjoy Mm -hmm. it in a whole different way and I feel like that's the same with like the culture stuff like when I was younger for sure I was like oh like no mom is that's not how we talk that's not what it is all that but having tried to create Latino content myself I feel like oh okay I get how hard this is and I also get like that I'm that I'm too close to it, and I can figure out ways to enjoy it. Sure, I think that's a yeah. I think that's yeah. a good way to put it. So that's that's basically where I come from on the on yeah. that issue, and I I get why people are like, you know, when they see um, the the female cousin eating with the chopsticks, yeah, the Cheetos. Chopstick. People are like, oh yeah, right, like yeah. you saw but, that shit on Instagram. And but you know, like I actually thought that was well done because they didn't 
point, like, they didn't call attention to it in, like, yeah. an obvious way. She was just doing it. You know, like, she, she was just kind of just doing it. It isn't until right now that I realized what was happening. I thought it was weird, but, like, it was just, like, right, you're, you're whatever. Like, really my brain's like, oh, whatever. It's, like, happening in the background. But yeah. now, that is strange. Yeah. That it <laughs> so, all right. Let's start first with what you thought about the first episode. Karen. Like Karen, just yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. There were some parts that were a little rough. But, like I told you, Cesar, mm -hmm. like afterwards, I think that this is the closest I've seen to how people actually speak. Like the Spanglish? Like the Spanglish. Mm -hmm. I think there were some moments where it felt a little too contrived. But recently, it's the closest I've ever seen to or heard to how yeah. people actually speak Spanglish. Can you, can you think of like moments that felt a little bit too contrived? Off the top of your head? Or like the, the culinary. Okay. Yeah. Like I think that was like cute. See. But it was. Go ahead. But like, because parents do do that, you know, yeah. like. 100%. They do, yeah, mm. but like, mm. as like a way to introduce characters, I don't know. Yeah. That felt a little contrived. Mm, okay. so, so for me that. the culinary worked because of what you said like because it was parents say dumb shit like a like really mm. corny like kind of just i know english spanish bridging kind of jokes and that worked but some of i the think other, it's like the explanation that came after it yeah. that felt contrived so like if it had just been like that joke and like they let it be I think that's what it was, that, like, they always... I could see that. There was they're, always kind of, like, an explanation exp after. They're trying to explain it to the white mm -hmm. audience. And, now. like, that happens all the time. It's fine. But, like, that's what makes it contrived. Like, there's exposition to it to, like, yeah, yeah, to yeah. make it more easily I mean, consumable. That, that happens anytime someone, like, lays in a Shakespeare joke or yeah. Pablo Neruda or Well, that was nonsense. interesting. <laughs> who, who do we know has done yeah. that? Yeah. Well. You know what I mean? Like, you, you feel the need to, like, do I need to explain this moment? I could see that feeling contrived, though, for sure. <clears throat> but I felt like they did a lot of work, like, off-rip to introduce you to the show as, like, this is not what you're expecting because, it, you know, it was, like, turning in the library book or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, that kind of set me up in a way where it's just, like, they're going to make some of these references, like the like the Neruda, Neruda or, like, you know, just little shit that you don't think about where, like, it feels out of place, but also not because, again, as we, you and I have talked about, is that like Latinos don't get the chance to exist in kind of like complicated spaces or like mm -hmm. complicated art or complicated books, whatever. And like, mm -hmm. I feel like there has been a lot of work recently to kind of situate Latinos in that space. Like, I think All My Block did it a lot. Mm -hmm. Vida kind of does it. Even like Orange Is the New Black did it a lot. There's so many fucking book references in that. Yeah. So I thought that was nice. Yeah, I think the way they set up the characters, like the first three scenes that we see before the title card, I guess, I think was really good. It was a little. Well, I didn't like. I didn't. So I didn't like the introduction of the Anna. Is that her name? Yeah, I mean, like, I think, I think it's interesting how they did it because I think that it's like immediately like a quick snapshot of like who they are. Yeah. Mm. So like, that was Eric. Nice. Right. This is, uh, yeah, Eric. Anna. He's like, he's like played by my boy JJ Soraya. Yeah, you know, he's like, he's like from the neighborhood. Like, he's rolling up in like Cortez's, mm -hmm. and like you, you think you know who he is, but then he's like turning in a library book about the love languages. Or so he's obviously, for like, a book. yeah, or yeah, he's waiting for that book. So obviously, he's like interested in like literature or whatever. Like getting to know 
himself and maybe his partner a little bit better. Yeah. You know? So that that's pretty interesting. And that shows, like, like an inner dialogue going on for him. Sure. Okay. I really liked the way they introduced the characters, like, as a... Just as a concept. Because on paper, I think it's doing a lot. Mm-hmm. It was just the nitty... Like, the specifics. Like, the dialogue. Yeah. She was just the, talking the about... The sister... I mean, or the... Analog? What's her uh, name? Anna? Anna? Anna. Anna. <laughs> She's Anna. a cousin. Yeah. Anna. Cousin. Yeah. Cousin. They're all cousins, right? Yeah. Right. They're cousins. all from different parents. Yeah. So she just immediately, like, talks about, like, her being, you know, like, in an art show. And then she talks about the guillotine. It wasn't a conversation. <laughs> they were just talking at each other. Yeah. And I it was like kind of annoying. They threw in a lot of things that would gotcha. signify kind of artsy stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't a conversation. Like, I didn't get anything from them except that, like they're kind of have a sort of rocky relationship where she doesn't want her talking like she wants her to split her time but it felt odd like it didn't feel like a like this is us talking because we're gonna you know move on with our day it just felt words like it just felt like words like that's a conversation that felt contrived gotcha okay what did you think what did you think about the first episode? Just so the first time I watched it, I did I did have some similar like questions and like it was hard to to like disconnect from all the stuff you guys are talking about. The second time I watched it, I was more watching it as like a pilot mm-hmm. and like as a storyteller and like what they were what they were able to accomplish in such a little time and setting up like you said like oh he's a guy who's you know in a relationship obviously or he wants to be in a relationship and then you see the chef who you know he's trying to go to the cordon bleu and then you get the the artist who's dating like the more like woke partner and then the mom knocking on the door Mm -hmm. and saying some you know racially charged shit like i feel like um, they're trying to accomplish a lot but i did feel like there was a lot of effort to explain jokes yeah and i thought that that part was like not for me it was for people that don't get those jokes Mm -hmm. and so to me it's like okay i can just throw that part away or whatever but i think i think overall i think setting up like who these characters are that we're gonna that we're gonna meet and talk to i thought they did a pretty decent job yeah Yeah, i thought i agree yeah yeah i I, I really like the opening scene a lot because it was just like that's you (laughs) <laughs> but truly I mean maybe And then also like I was just like Oh they're gonna turn it on I'm like Oh fuck It's gonna be like Some cholo shit yeah. He's rolling up Yeah And then if you If I thought that Just imagine like White people's minds Just yeah. blowing the yeah. fuck up Like That's a great A library? That's a great like Meta commentary though Like cause obviously We are It shows that Latinos Are aware that like These are the, the stories That we get relegated to But yep. also like We're denying them but mm-hmm. so in terms of like yeah I think they ex- the show excel or the first episode excels at like kind of creating as we've talked about high fidelity a lot is these character types where like there are different kinds of Latinos that we see across there are kind of some that still have like their hood past and they're trying to be better for it. there are people who like want to get want to go to culinary school there are people who like artists and I thought that it kind of culinary g- school exactly mm-hmm. going to culinary school I feel like it captured say it again culinary school <laughs> it captured culinary the type of people really well like as, as mm-hmm. we talked about and, and you the, get invested in them I think. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah you get invested and, and and I think the magic of the show is definitely Joaquin Cosio 100% oh yeah who's just like any damn screen he's on like I just can't I am riveted even that stupid cul- culinary joke no it's cool we're at we're at um, 
This burger's 99. Yeah, just yeah, recently opened. First, we're the first people ever to come here. Yep. No one's ever been here before. And Miles, who's placed an order yeah. and disappeared. Yeah, Miles is our, our guest who will be coming on but I think, later. But I think Miles Joaquin, Joaquin Cosio, better known from like uh, El Infierno, Narcos, Mexico. He's like a powerful force on yeah. the mm-hmm, screen. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, like uh, I don't even know, like... Uh, Who's like the like uh, an equi- I don't even know if he's got anybody that's like an equivalent on the American side, but maybe back in the day like Sidney Poitier, maybe. or like like Robert De Niro in his prime. Yeah. He like moves. He like moves the scenes really well. Cause I, I think that so in the last scene, that feels like the punctuation in like a metaphorical and like a very like this is what you should care about from this episode mm-hmm. is the way that. This well, kind of shit impacts real it's people. It's titled. It's uh, the episode is named after him, right? Casimiro. Yeah, Casimiro, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think he just also has like such a presence. Like yeah. his face is just. Yeah. It's distinct. Well, he brings a warmth to the role, and he also brings a, like you said, he his movement. He's the most comfortable. I feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the one that feels less like he's trying to act or mm-hmm. like he's trying to repeat lines to anyone yeah yeah he's obviously like the centerpiece <laughs> yeah it looks like you know like um you know when you were a kid and you had like an uncle who's really good at basketball and then like all four of you tried to like battle him in a, in a basketball game yeah and he was just like dunking on everybody <laughs> i feel like anytime joaquin cosio's in a scene with anyone he's just dunking on fools like and everyone else is like trying to like reach his level and sometimes mm-hmm. they do right like I, I feel like there are scenes where people do in anything I think have to fight for sure but it's to me it's like amazing to watch that guy I, I was, I'm such a fan yeah. of that mm-hmm. guy so like anything he's in I'm gonna watch I feel like that also colors my Hentai fight experience you know Michael Shannon not mm-hmm. Michael Shannon I, like, I, love I, Michael I guess I think he has that intensity yeah I feel like Michael Shannon's a good mm-hmm. cause he's like super like slept on but like one of the best in the biz hmm Exactly. He has a mean face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think I think what I haven't seen from Michael Shannon that I've seen from Joaquin Cosio is like that ability to be a grandpa and like Yeah. yeah. For like sure. you're in love with you're in love with Pops from like the very first scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he's like in his underwear. Like, yeah, <laughs> that, looking after his That was a chickens. great fucking touch. Yeah. yeah. Cuz that that is how it is. Like they literally my dad like walked around with my no shirt does, ever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in his underwear all the time. His little tidy whities Let me go into a recap real quick. So the first episode follows three young Latinx people as they live with their gra- in their grandpa's house and they navigate through their own stories. The grandpa pops. He owns a restaurant. He's going through financial trouble. He's two months behind on rent. Soon to be evicted or is evicted later in the episode. Eric, one of the, the, the young fellows, after <laughs> hearing that they're having like financial troubles, he fires one of the employees to save money. And Pops gets mad. He approaches his, his nephew, Chris, to help him kind of revamp, get more clientele. And then that's kind of the first episode. He gets arrested at the end for defacing development. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, I guess we already kind of touched on, like, everything, but not <laughs> fully. So language. I think that language is important, specifically to Latinx stories. Mm-hmm. It's the hardest thing to nail and also one of the most important factors to how we communicate or are Mm -hmm. i guess because it's it's so specific like it's it is a hybrid language like it's spanglish you mean yeah Yeah. there's no real rules to it 
I did think that was very smooth. I thought that was very smooth and organic most of the time. I thought the times you see it the most is when they're punchlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think those punchlines... It's like a zoom in, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like look at this guy. Like when he's like, oh, you're not Chente, bro. Yeah. I think that line is great because people actually talk like that. But then they like the camera lingers on him or like it cuts to him. You think so? Doesn't it? So I, I love that work because it was a quick cut. Yeah. Like it was just like, you're not Chente, bro. And it just kept going. I mean, that's, I think that's the best way that they like they. Yeah. That was the best one in the episode yeah. to me. The best, yeah, I think like, so. Yeah. The best that, riff. Yeah. Well, there was nobody one that... asked you, Nobody asked you to sing. You're not Chente, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you the one line I did not like, and it's the only line in the show where I was like, ugh, was the... It's a line where she's getting Chris to babysit her. Oh, uh, yeah. And she says... Don't put... Don't something put... Something about not giving fucks. No. That was fine. <laughs> something about... It was like, you give no fucks, or you give lots of fucks. It was like a joke, like a clever part. It was on the porch? Yeah. When, I forget what it was. I mean, when he's getting texts by the chef to come in or whatever? Oh, she's like, you know, I'm not trying to be a dick. And she goes, yeah, well, A for effort. Yeah. Mm. That sounds like, I've never heard somebody talk that way. Yeah. That sounds like a really good, like, clever writing joke. And be like, oh, that's a good joke. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this That's is- the only time where I was like, ooh. Ooh, that's writing. Yeah. I can feel it writing. The little girl, though, is not a little girl. Like, she doesn't talk like a little girl. Yeah. She's the one that said, like, the Gouda line. Like, next time, don't I, like don't put sm- your smoked Gouda in my, in my grilled cheese. cheese. White boy? Yeah, like... I guess. I don't I don't know. I and mean, then she says, like, see you later, Club Scout. Yeah. Or check Perfect. you later, Club Scout. Check you later, Club Scout. Or something like that. And then you're the only person I can watch The, the Office with. Yeah. So I, I, I thought I think that was cute. She's like, it's okay. a little too precocious. So I think okay. that... But you hate precocious children, right? Is yeah, because right? I don't think that they ever nail it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that... I remember that from you. A good, like, backdrop or something to compare it to is On My Block. This is a relatively new show. To me, it feels like MTV era original programming, like... Gotcha. Late 2000... Or 2000... Mm-hmm. Early 2010s, like... Wait, Handify does? Yeah, no, 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 on my block. On my block, is okay. So I think that's kind of the thing that brings it down sometimes because it feels a lot like it's, you know, like a white writer, like a quirky white writer writing Latino kids. So it feels kind of awkward is? sometimes. Well, one of them was like the writer from Awkward, like the creator of Awkward. Is that why you're thinking about it? Though? So the reason why I'm I'm thinking about it is because I think that what do you what, did, like, what defines that does, era to you? So like I feel like we're still RJ Burger, like awkward, the in betweeners, like that kind of like 2010 was block. Great though, I don't know any, any. I haven't seen any of this show you're talking about. Okay, okay, but hold in on. Betweeners <laughs> right. was legitimately hilarious, and also set in England. So I don't know if no, there was an no, American. There was an American version. Oh, I, just, I have not seen the American. See, I thought they were talking about the American no. version. This okay. is the MTV block, like 2000 <laughs> block. Sure. What I'm talking about is as a point of reference. I thought that that show felt a little forced sometimes mm-hmm. versus gotcha. this one. It felt a lot more, it felt cleaner. Like this felt more like stuff that we would actually say. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do th- I do think that's true. I also think that uh, like, it makes me think that for like the target audience is not like fucking whatever. I don't know how old I am. 37 year old fucking writers or whatever the fuck. Sure. So, like, I always judge it that, too, where I'm like, oh, who's their audience? And I think their audience mm-hmm. is, like, young, mainstream Netflix people. 
But at the same time, and I don't. Parents. I don't think it goes too far to venture into like vida territory, because I think that's the other. So why I bring up these two shows because I think the, on a spectrum, this one kind of lands in the middle where like it's kind of dramatic, but it's not too like hokey or kind of zany or kind of like gotcha. quirky. Mm-hmm. So it it lands kind of in the middle, and that's the sweet spot that I I do like. I mean, yeah, I had some issues with like dialogue. Like I get, what, I get what you're saying. I think I think that that's why I love Hentified because I think it's, it's like, Big Bang Theory or Friends or uh, Modern Family. There's there's shows that aren't trying too hard to see. I just talk down to you, or to explain like, or like to give you lessons. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of like it's a little high concept with the gentrification angle, but ultimately it's just like. You know, friends, runaway bride shit. Like it's just a play. It just heightens the stakes a little. But I think ultimately it's a show about this family and the stuff that they go through. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, it's mainstream. I think it, it's, it's attempt to be mainstream is the parts where we see like, where we cringe a little. Like because, expositional dialogue. But I think that that's the that's a mainstream show. That's what mainstream shows do. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're writing a show for everyone. To, to be able to enjoy and I think that they, they do that very well that's my take I don't know if you can see that right from the pilot maybe that's just me seeing the whole series mm-hmm. but pilots are hard like 100% yeah. which yeah. is why we, <laughs> yeah. we review it so much. yeah so like you've seen a lot of pilots like how does it compare to like some of the American pilot or white pilots or whatever so like what is a recent pilot you've done of a white show uh, or like even High Fidelity how High Fidelity it? But I think I feel like it's different. Yeah, it's an outlet because that was a good one. But um, I don't know. I, I felt very cringy the pilot, but I've seen the movie. For High Fidelity? Like, yeah. Okay. And I was just like, ooh, that's the exact same joke, but like, mm. that's not John Cusack delivering it, and that feels a little weird. Okay. And that so, maybe is that same feeling where, like, oh shit, this is the same shit my parents said, but it's not my parents saying it. Gotcha. So, like, mm. I don't know. So, yeah. okay. So, I responding to the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't I, think you should have put that in that yeah, list. I don't think that's a good comparison. That was bad. <laughs> Modern Family, bad. I'll accept because I feel like Modern Family had a period where like it was it was good, and then it just kind of became <laughs> like. Big Bang was like the most successful show on television for a long time. Successful, but not good. Well, that's what I'm, ta- I'm talking about successful. Like how? So, so I think the magic that that show found. Sure. And I actually like. I Big think Bang that so Hentified is already better than Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Because I'm, it has more like it's about something in a way that like. Big Bang Theory isn't really about But, much. like, Big Bang Theory also, like, talked down to the... I feel like that was the whole point of it. Sometimes. Yeah, and also it was, like, nerd well, fucking, like, uh like, we're laughing at the nerds laughing at us. Sh- yeah, like, it was... I feel like I'm on a Mobius strip right now. But you haven't seen that where, like, they... It's almost like <laughs> shaming right. nerds in some way. It doesn't matter. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, sorry. I get, I, I <laughs> get the, the point. I don't understand the point this Big Bang Theory hate, and I feel like Sheldon... Cooper is a great character. I'm just gonna say it. Right. That's fair. I mean, I watched Penny. I love Penny. I watched this the out, first. Michelle, please. I watched the first four. I'm seasons. just kidding. I mean, I, I really and enjoy Big Bang Theory. I, I, but it's not a show that like I was riveted to see what was gonna happen next. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's dumb TV. Like dumb, you can watch it and but turn your brain off. That's what I'm saying. That's what this. Sh- I think that's a Hentified figures out how to do that. But I but disagree. Also, also being important at the same time, like big like. I think maybe you think Big Bang Theory was like garbage or whatever, but I think nerds who hadn't seen themselves as like the, the heroes that got the girl, they felt seen by it. I, I think Modern Family obviously has like 
you know, uh, blended families and, you know, what it did for gay marriage, sure. I think is mm-hmm. well documented. But I think I'm just referring to I think the where they, like, they raised the stakes just a little and then just do something funny. Yeah. Like, whatever degree of funny you think is funnier, that's a whole different story. But I think the fact that they're able to be like, hey, look, we could just, like, make fun of each other and, yeah. and say, mm-hmm. like, obvious jokes. Like, that's what a sitcom is, right? Yeah. It's, like, obvious jokes. Yeah, You're like, so I, get- I mean, I'm not saying the jokes are obvious. I'm saying, like, obviously they're doing a joke because we're watching a sitcom. Yeah. I get the reference to it, its popularity. I'll accept that. But in terms of, like, its humor and even just the fact that it's a single cam, which we'll get to because I thought that that's important for me, at least. Sure, yeah. I, lo- um, I prefer single cam. And I, I just felt like this was... This is a narrative show in a way that, like, Big Bang Theory is, like, a... It's a, it's a Every episode is pretty self-contained. This one, mm-hmm. it's going to have, like, a season mark. Why you season. feel like it's ser- this is serialized and the other one is episodic. Yes, and I think that that is how. I mean, this is kind of like Netflix's formula. It feels like a Netflix mm-hmm. show in, in a lot of ways. Where like, they did have you feel like it was in any way taken less seriously by Netflix? Did you feel like the budget was low, anything like that, or like that they didn't give them all the tools that other shows have? Hmm. Other show, other. I mean, it's hard to well, compare because a lot what of Netflix shows do? are dramatic. What would you do with extra? I'm not saying I'm asking you what you thought. Did you mm. when you watched it? Did you think no? I felt like thought it was yeah. a Netflix show straight up. It yeah. felt like a Netflix well, I think show. That's good, right? That that yeah. shows that they. Yeah, it's it seems like they're taking it serious. And also, it felt and like it was stylized yeah. and all that. And it yeah. felt yeah, and I, the style I think is important mm-hmm. because there was moments where I was like, oh, this is like a, this is very cinematic in the way they shot this. It's not just like especially like the ending scene with with yeah, Casimiro, with like, like with the, his like little like monologue at the that end. That was sweet. It was very sweet. But what I'm saying is like, so I think that this marks a difference in, I mean, not a difference, maybe. You know, I talk like that and I know you get mad because I'm not specifically referring to everything that came before. You get mad at everything. But what I'm saying, saying is like, I'm a fucking asshole. Okay. More than anything, I think that this show is doing some extra things that have not really been represented. You and I, Galindo, are big fans of dope, right? I don't think dope this is, dope this is exactly dope. But I think it's in the same vein. We're like, I can see that, yeah. We're starting to see the margins of it's Latinidad. It's fun. Yes. Yeah, and it's fun, and it's in yeah, a way yeah. that, like, you know, V that was. It's a good show. There's some corny shit, and it's too dramatic, but it's great to exist in that way because it's exploring some shit that really hasn't right, well, been explored. Right. Well, V that was novella, like an English novella, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's this on stars. one. Yeah. This one felt like some like new ground in some ways. I have no nothing negative to say about stars network if they want to give me a show i'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that no i'm not saying like no or like if, or if it's just very cat, like heavy on the sex i'm a fan but it's heavy on the sex, sex. is Every pretty episode, hot pretty much. that's just hot as fuck though i gotta admit have yeah. you watched um, outlanders on stars right no have you watched it Vito's the only yeah i've watched outlander <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know he's watched it Sure, I, I mean, that's why I pointed shows. my it's question me, towards you. It's me and, like, stars and, like, Saturday night. <laughs> what is the deal? It's a sexy night. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it is, but also, like, speaking of, 
<laughs> is the coronavirus like I'm not supposed to scratch my face, but like what else can't I touch with yeah. my hands? You know, that's what I wonder. That's that's yeah. <laughs> like so, where in I, I did that happen? I, I feel like somebody needs to like explain. That's very on topic. Yeah, I think that somebody needs to really explain. Like, this is like your, I don't wash my hands before I pee. Like I don't know what's what's happening. That's true. You have that coronavirus is, exclusively in the, your dick. It's an orifice. It's not. It's got only, an opening. It's imagine got, only going, getting corona on your dick. You're not supposed to touch your eyes. That's true. Eyes, right. plural. Let's move on. All right, so I want to talk about <laughs> proximity to whiteness. I think that they kind of, like, introduce it in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the main one is uh, Chris, the chef. Like, they talk about his past, being yeah, an yeah, idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk chef. about, like, his, I forgot about that, yeah. his kind of leanings with, you know, like... Well, and actually, there's an actual white person, and I think that's the only white person we... There's only... The only non-Latinos we see are the chef, the head chef. Mm-hmm. So like, and the two people that are supposedly gonna buy that building. Yeah, one of them was Asian, but yeah, non-Latino. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that was an interesting way to create these kind of like distances between the characters, in a way where like now you get to understand why there's kind of a diversity of characters and mm-hmm. like, so the fact that there's a chef who's like white leaning and doesn't really understand like the kind of like community fears or it's you know shit that's going on in Boyle Heights mm-hmm. I thought that that was nice to see and in a way do you think that the show is suggesting that like the fact that Joaquin Ocasio is his name? What's his name? Joaquin Ocasio what's, his, what's the character? Casimiro Pops, Casimiro. Pops. Um, Pops, Pops I remember because that was my grandfather's name it, his real name was Casimiro but everybody calls him Pops is like the show, almost the entire show is the show trying to suggest yes. that like we need gentrification or like gentrification I don't think that the show is trying to suggest anything. I think yeah, the I show is so. just trying to tell you some of the things that exist. I think it shows you the relationships that three pe- three different people have to gentrification. Sure. Like the chef, you know, he has a business degree. Mm-hmm. From an economic standpoint, I think he p- would probably be leaning towards, like, positive towards hen- like gentrification. Sure. But also, he in the text, he specifically sh- says, like... Oh, you know, that's just, you know, markets, free markets, whatever yeah. it is. Like the regular shit. Well, like capitalism and gentrification. And, you know, I don't want to drag Adam Smith into this. Um, but <laughs> I think, I think, I think, like, you, you bring up a good point, And I think that you're bringing up that point because you're used to sh- Latino shows or shows of people of color giving you a lesson of, like, answering there's a problem. Obviously, there's an answer, and the answer is love, and that's that's like the shit you see. But, but I think thought? in this, I think I think you're used to seeing that. I think that formula is like it's not specific to like shows from people of color. I think that's a like universal thing that yeah. people really want. Happy endings, right? Like a lot of people out kind of show. But I do think that you're used to seeing it more heightened in shows like One Day at a Time, mm-hmm. where every episode feels a little bit like a lesson. Blackish, same thing. Yeah. So you're saying that the show lacks like that moralizing. I don't think it's trying to. No, I think it's like giving you characters that are relatable and making you choose who you relate to, right? Like you, you you probably relate to Chris, right? Not really. On some levels. In some levels. Yeah. Right, because he's like more. He's like college educated. Sure. Gets you know treated like he's not a real Mexican and all that shit. I don't get treated. I'm not like saying that. you do, but I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you well, be treated I like that. Whoa, whoa, I think whoa, also whoa. Latinos that are not like born over there 
I think we all have that like sort of that chip. That chip, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's who we're tr- who who that character's for. Yeah. Right? So I think I think that's a good thing to bring up in that like there is a a huge difference or a marked difference between like sitcoms being formulaic and they have like this moral at the end of it. And this one, I feel like it doesn't have it per episode where like you, you now you know that this is the moral, mm-hmm. but it does have these morals in it as in like the show has morals and i think the moral in the first episode was him saying like i've been building this my entire life yeah they're not gonna take this at the end this is my body like this is so you think yeah i guess individually they have their own roles their own guide their own code yeah Mm -hmm. so what i'm saying is like i liked that they created those distances between latinidad essentially Mm -hmm. like if if you're looking at it from the macro like it's yeah. these differences between within a, a subculture or yeah. a culture or whatever it is and it's um, also that like it's like in conversation with the title mm. because gentrification, gentrification like you know we fall under like we could easily like the three of us could easily be characters in that show yeah and even now i know i do i still find it very like a very complicated issue to to discuss you know like there is no right answer. There is no solution for everybody when it comes to gentrification and the way, you know, people are being displaced, people that we grew up with, but then while also being like, quote unquote, upwardly mobile. Yeah, I think that those are very, those are very, very astute points. I do think Andrew Yang, RIP, could have solved gentrification by giving everybody a thousand dollars. Um, universal basic income. Universal basic income, yeah. So I, I like what you said about <laughs> fuck you too, Susan. <laughs> like, <laughs> roll, like mm, let me gather my thoughts. Let's I want to sound, I wanna sound as, as intelligent as. No, I like I like what you guys are saying, and I agree. But and this goes back to your point is I think that the fact that the show cannot have a moral in it. Like per ep- per episode, like you know, like I mean, one I don't think it's I don't think I don't, I don't but know. But is the right. You word. get what I mean? Well, yeah, like, like it's like a lesson. teaching sure. a lesson, a lesson. It's not like after school special it's in not that after school way. Special. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm That's saying what I'm is saying. like, you presented this idea that you can't. We, you know, capable people, thinking people, can't solve gentrification in a conversation, and I think. That's kind of the project of the show is they they know that they can't solve it, so they're so it's gonna like a meta. It's like a meta lesson. I think so, right? Maybe. I think listening to her say it kind of <laughs> gave me that. You're like, yes. I, I I tend to think everything is like a sandwich. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, love is or a love like sandwich? no, like it's like, like a double cheeseburger. Is coronavirus yeah. just a sandwich? Coronavirus mm. might be a sandwich. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to joke about that kind of shit. I okay, mean, okay, sorry. Oh, oh, okay. Very all serious, right. Let's go back to coronavirus. The bread. I think. I think there's like. Let's go back to touching your dick and getting coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, uh-huh. please raise the volume on that. He just <laughs> try to cover it up. No, I think you're right. I think that maybe that is. I don't know. Maybe that is. I. I definitely think that was their goal in the show. Like talking to the showrunners, I think that was their goal. I. I hadn't thought about it that way as like in itself part of the show that that's what their intention was but that is like you know like if if you go to New York Times and read my article I mean that's what they say um, link, link in bio link in guys. bio we'll put, we'll put all in the description yep, follow yep. me on Twitter at you're probably reading you're probably listening to this on Twitter so you already know um <laughs> No, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think maybe you're right. And maybe I didn't think about that. I, but I think that is the grander... 
idea of like, hey, this is a complicated issue. We are just trying to tell stories that have impact our community and center our community. And I think that that's what Hentified is doing, is centering us, making us um, have the same issues that everyone else has, and not like relegating us to any sort of stereotype or, or or at least not the type of stereotypes you're used to see sure the only true true stereotype is that fucking chef yeah mm-hmm. um truly yeah even and like i wish Omar that was Vanana's done a little character. bit yeah that was one, not like yeah he was like he at was, the end like he was fine yeah he was nuanced yeah yeah in some way i mean like he, he still he, gave him a shot to yeah. like pay rent for sure like yeah, he still yeah. i mean he doubled the rent but <laughs> coconuts are delicious yeah that was <laughs> yeah, fucking that, corny dude that was, that was so corny. corny that was not a conversation like a you conversation like people have i thought and unless she like flipped him off like i thought it didn't make it seem like he's never heard that in his life before like no one's ever called him a coconut and he's like yeah. coconut are delicious yeah i can see that i don't know that's not for me to say what i'm saying yeah, is that, that he's fine. he's presented more nuance for sure yeah, yeah. like and he's the not other like guy is just black like and white it's, everybody's not black oh, and white oh, oh. Fucking a! Yeah. Fuck! 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 Wait, the that guy? The no, the the chef, the, chef, oh, the okay. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah. That Gordon, it's like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, very obviously. Yeah, it was it was a little much, but okay. So I think this is a good stopping point into. I got one Bye. more. I got one more. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. With the pivot point into gentrification on like the different forms it takes or gentrification, whatever you want to call it, in the show. I thought what was most impactful to me or like the biggest takeaway for me was seeing pops and the way it impacts him in a way we're like this is these are real issues and we never really think about it how it, how it's experienced in the micro and like how it's experienced with like older latinos because that's usually who experiences it the most because i think the conversation is usually centered around young folks who are like fighting against it mm-hmm. like they are kind of the voice of anti-gentrification stuff it's never as much like an older Latino thing, and they're the ones who are most impacted because yeah. they own these homes. And they... scary, like it's scary to be displaced. It's scary to see yeah. your neighborhood that you've worked and day you... in and day out change completely. And you understand how difficult this is for him. Like his legacy is being destroyed. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like a very. I thought it was very well done too. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And it was in Spanish. It was, also. and I think that's again. These, these are the things on this on the surface that you don't think about because we experience them the fact that the show is like half in spanish the fact that like it centers so much different like a wide array of latinidad like there's a lot of stuff that the show is already accomplishing just on paper i think that's what makes it an important show because i think it can if it was just a funny show or a show that dealt with some like serious stuff but was like you know funny and like mainstream like i said i think that would be enough but i think the fact that it does have these important nuances is what makes it in itself an important show for its time and hopefully this is like a stepping stone to the point where we can just make shows about anything and there's you know my, my friend patty rodriguez said in a tweet recently like i can't wait for there to be so many latino shows that we can choose whatever we want yeah and you don't have to be like well, that's not how much rice I put in my burrito. Or, yeah. like, I've never eaten hot Cheetos like that. Yeah, they're put under a microscope yeah. because there's so few of them. Yeah, exactly. And I think that hopefully this it. is the next the next stage and like, oh, look, this is just a mainstream show. And then the next show could just be, you know, people sitting at a fucking burger joint talking, you know? So the way I describe that phenomenon we're talking about is, like, I think that we're allowed to exist 
in mediocrity. I know you don't like that because it suggests that like no, what someone I, is I making. Agree. I love the I, I love the idea of of existing in mediocrity. Like, like I, yeah, like seeing ourselves in like reality TV shows. Like, I mean, besides like you know, I just I feel like the word mediocrity does have a negative connotation. But I think I think like shit that you don't have to think about, right? Like yeah. I feel like like a popcorn film, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's those are the kinds of things I would love. I would love for us to have. Yeah. It's just shit that like maybe is not gonna win a Critics Choice Award or whatever, but it's like successful and people like it, mm-hmm. and yeah. it, it's got an audience. So I think yeah, I think this show. I mean, aside from like on my block, which does seem to be very successful and has like a big following, this show yeah, it falls in line in the more mainstream, but in a way where it's not. As mainstream as on my block, do you do you feel like this is as mainstream as on my block? I think it's a different audience. I think it's a slightly, it's targeting a slightly older audience. Is on my block for like high school kids, teenagers? Yeah, but like, but I still watch it because like there's not much out there. Did you guys watch? This is maybe off topic. I've never seen on my block, so. But did you watch Kim's Convenience? No. It's also on Netflix, I think. But I've heard a lot of comparisons to that. To okay. for Hentified? For Hentified. Because it's also like, I think it takes place in Canada, but it's an Asian-American family that owns a convenience store. And it's like how... Gotcha. Like, it's like the base, the same basic premise. Yeah. I do feel a lot of, like, solidarity with, like, the Asian community as a community of, like, indigenous people displaced with many different languages or at least nuanced. Like, in, in, in you know, Spanish, obviously dominates latino america because of the conquest but i do think there's like a lot of parallels between like like the first men like the first men were indigenous folks in asia and latin america and and so i do like seeing myself in in like asian the brotherhood there i do feel that yeah yeah like i think the difference is that they didn't get conquered by the europeans and because of that they were able to keep a lot of their languages and that's why they have different languages over there. And I think that Latin America was like compl- almost completely conquered by the Spanish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so those that that those indigenous languages never evolved on their own. We speak the colonizers' tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, <laughs> my, the way culinary. I, the way that I is that how you break the tension? Or what? <laughs> the fill the air. Yeah. I, mean, I, I like wanted I to roll my eyes at myself. <laughs> the colonizers' tongue. <laughs> No, I think that that's culinary. That's funny. Yeah, that, that was is a pretty cool. cool. That was a culinary joke. You can eat a Trump school or whatever she said, which <laughs> yeah. again felt like why? I've I never guess. heard anyone say that. That's I've never fucking. Heard but but who knows? Maybe that's what they fucking say over there. You it know? could like, be. That's yeah, what over there say. In, in the Boyle Heights that we've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean in, in like in wherever the persons this these the, those that family is from. Like I don't know where that family is from. It's like a nondescript family, right? Yeah. Wait, so they're not Mexican? No, yeah. I'm saying I'm not saying that. I'm just mean like who like Can they make like the jokes that your family makes. Like I don't know what those are. Yeah, what's well, a Mexican that. restaurant? Yeah, for that's sure. True. I mean, I think they're Mexican. Yeah, but I think I'm just trying to say that. Like, they're trying to give they're trying to create a world and they're trying to give these characters yeah. personality. Yeah, yeah and, and every family has like their own yeah. idiosyncrasies of and like and language. Think, so that's why I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, again, like it's hard for me to judge shit except when it feels like I can see the effort is the only time I'm like oh I see the effort it's not hidden well yeah okay I see that I mean so maybe that's maybe that's that's what you see when you see shit like that the first time we watched it if I liked it a lot the second time I started I was able to like 
nitpick more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's if you nitpick, then that's the show is going to crumble at the dialogue. Yeah, part. especially when you're just looking at the pilot. Yes. <laughs> But if you take it as a whole at, like, what would, it's uh, yeah, doing well, and, like, how it the first sets episode up. of, of Hi-Fi and tell me if the dialogue doesn't seem sure. fucking trite and there, contrived. Th- yeah, there oh, are yeah. some, some parts where it's just, like, that was eye-rolly and dumb. But my I think impersonation that... Of, <laughs> you can't see that, but I just <laughs> yeah, he, stared he, at the screen with the look. It was like goes, I was staring right into... Are you Zoe Kravitz? Zoe Kravitz. Or are you John Cusack? <laughs> no, John Cusack is more like... Nailed it. <laughs> it's pretty good culinary. Um, so <laughs> I think that yeah, as a whole, if you take it all together, I think it works, and I think it, it's doing are you, something. Are you excited to see the, ser- the season? I am. Yeah. So I think as Very a pilot, do you felt hooked by the ending? Like it was a good. Yo, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's that's like that's my shit. You know, I love like rich white lady shit. Where, yeah, like, yeah. It's just like you like the fucking like American shit. dirt. Like I love oh, American give dirt. That, give me that so American good. dirt. <laughs> I've never read it. Did you read it? No, I haven't read it. I don't know who's time for books. I'm fucking... No, I'm just kidding. I haven't read it. No, I, no, read I have no desire to read it, but that's fine. read 1Q84, the Murakumi, and like, was talking about whatever it is. Murakami. Murakami is how I pronounce it, but I did I did really enjoy... It's how he pronounces it. It's also the right way to pronounce it. That's how I did. 1Q84 was fucking an epic... But that was that was like a book on tape. I don't know if American Dirt. I don't care. I'm not gonna read it. I don't yeah, know. It was a joke, bro. I know. I'm just. I feel very insecure when you mispronounce Murakami. I don't know why. You Anyways, feel insecure. Miraku Rumi, whatever his name is. Yikes. Miraku Murakami. Hey, you mean Murakami? I've actually read a book. Culinary. There you go. That's what it is. So, all right. I lost my point, but you're about to lay out all the Murakami you've read. I've only read one book. Ever. Sputnik love. I think. Ever. I think that we need to. I only read one book and it was The Count of Monte Cristo. Is it's that a right? good book, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have against The Count of Monte Cristo? I have nothing. I'm <laughs> just saying that that's the, one, that's the one book he's read and it's like a big. Yeah, that was it. It's taught him to be a big scam artist. Exactly. Yeah. Atlas Shrugged is the one book I've read. <laughs> By. By Ayn Rand. Rand. Oh, Ayn Rand? Is it Ayn? Ayn? Ayn Rand. Who's pronouncing it wrong now, motherfucker? I only heard pro- her name ever said out loud on Mad Men, so that's how they said on Mad Men. Ayn Rand would love you. Let's move on. So <laughs> I'm fucking great at impersonations. I just want um, the record to show that this is me, Caesar, saying that. Let's. Oh, well, what are you? What well, did you think about the single camera use? Like. You're way more it? obsessed with this than I am. All right. I don't, I'm asking I don't really myself, care. Caesar, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> but you already told us what you felt about, how you felt about that it. You liked it, yeah. I liked That's it, but it. I liked thought it. that if, cool. if it builds the world in a way where it doesn't just feel like, I don't know, like a studio or like... Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. It didn't feel like kind of... It feels of, like a movie. It feels yeah, like, it felt yeah, more yeah, cinematic. Yeah, like, yeah, like, cinematic, yeah. Like I the scene that. I'm thinking about <laughs> specifically was when he's like reading... He's like looking at the the books with all the pictures and his dad's asleep like mm. i thought the lighting was good i thought it felt it just didn't it didn't and i think this is where it comes where like i start to i started to see that like netflix really did want to tell like a good looking story like it wasn't mm. just they give the resources required, all my yeah. block well, is kind of flat it's not really like if death is a little low budget to you in some uh, ways yeah because it feels like it, it's just it's zany. an easy story like to, yeah it's more zany than anything. antics sure 
gotcha. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that, that it's a good... It's, I think, uh, you know, Marvin Lemus, the creator, directed the first episode. And I thought, you know, he considering he's... This is like his his debut on the world stage. I thought he did a good job, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. I like the single cam better. I don't... I like a good multi-cam when I can get it, but... One Day at a Time did it well. Yeah, it does it well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're still right. around. Still wow. Pop, right? Wow. It did it well when it, before it Wow. Did. Wow. It's pronounced marakakami. There you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, anything else about the fucking cinemat- cinematography, I guess? I have mm. no, no, I don't, I don't. I think the I lighting was, I thought was good. It was, I, thought on, I, I noticed a lot of that stuff on second episode and I thought it was good, yeah. I didn't really pay attention the first time. There are a lot of, like, it. bold colors that make it, like, mm-hmm. make it pop. A lot of red and orange and... Some blue at the end. Yeah. Even yeah. the way... Yeah, like, the way that the police lights... Yeah. Like, like, lit them up. Lit them up was really, like, poetic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't think I have anything else. Do you have anything else? I anything else you want to say about the show and what it means? to LA and to us well I was talking about but this is a long conversation go ahead and this is in continuation with how started gentrification we'll end with that like our Galindo relationships with gentrification very yeah sorry I'm, I, know, I just I'm like I can't feel my ass <laughs> and so I touched <laughs> it and now it's got corona okay <laughs> I got culinary corona like what's your relationship with the term hentified being from LA, being Latino, the first time I heard it, I understood it instantly. Mm-hmm. And I think we all did, right? No one had to explain the word to me. So having to explain it, like, I think. But was it in a good or bad way? The word, the term hentification, when I first heard it? When you understood it the first time. I don't know. I don't remember how I understood it. I guess I would have probably thought, like, oh, someone's trying to be clever. Um, <laughs> because I'm an asshole but I think that it's a word that explains a real issue and I think that I've heard America Ferrara who's you know one of the producers for the show explain it uh, best which is kind of like this idea that like you know you're these upwardly mobile educated like first and second generation Latino kids are coming back to their own neighborhood and they're changing it Sure, and I and I think that that's that's one way to look at it, and I think that there is also like, like that character that um, Wilder Ramarama culinary plays that is like I think obviously like just kind of like a greedy landlord, and I think some people use gentrification to mean anytime a Latino is a gentrifier, but I think that there's I think in the show. It's like there's a play on it where, like, these are just, it's just, these are people. Mm-hmm. And how do you just become a person and chase your own dreams and still be true to your roots and not fuck everything up and, like, be the perfect, you know, descendant of Aztecs or whatever sure. the fuck mm-hmm. we're supposed to be? Which I feel like is the burden that a lot of us feel. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's that's for anyone but us like i don't think it's like for you know americans or white people or anyone else that doesn't doesn't understand the nuances of that i mean i'm 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 not saying that those nuances don't exist in other cultures but if if you don't understand those nuances then you might not get the word that's what i think okay Mm -hmm. what about you 
So she presented the word to me. Actually, I had never you heard it. I had it before I met her. Really? I'd, I'd heard gentrification, but I'd never heard hentification. Gotcha. And then we met like five, six years ago. This is, when you, this is when you were going to school in Idaho, right? Yeah, this is when I was in Idaho <laughs> with my potatoes. Just potatoes mm-hmm. and cows. Uh huh. Exactly. These tamales. These gourmet. Gourmet, gourmet tamales. tamales. So. Shout out to, my, to Carlos Santos from Spanish Aki yeah. presents. Do you want to shout out America Ferreira, your, your homie? That I, I will shout out America Ferreira, my homie, and I will shout out Carrie Martin, my homie. Okay. All, and on all these people that I met when doing the article, and they, I will say they were all very, very lovely people. So are you and America Ferreira now friends, like actual friends? Did you convince gonna, her to I'm, stay? I'm going to baptize her, baby, yeah. Did you convince her to stay on Superstore? No, no, no. I, I, Wait, was I that advised, your advice? I advised her against continuing Superstore oh, because hell. I feel like Amazon buying the Walmart is a little, like, too controversial. And mm. No, I don't know. I don't mm. know. Matt, I, met her, <laughs> I didn't I even think about that. Whoa. Whoa. Is this a Superstore podcast? The Amazonian? <laughs> yeah, that, I actually love that. <laughs> that's, Am- that's that was the joke. That's the Amazonian. Joke that, that made me laugh. Because that is how parents talk. I mean, he's looking at his little flip he's phone. He's just like, ¿Cómo se el Amazonian or whatever? And that is how parents <laughs> oh, yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> also, like, when she's like... Uh, I didn't like, I didn't dislike anything about Joaquin Coast. I really didn't dislike anything about the show. I was able to enjoy the entire show. I think on second watch, you notice more of the shit that you can nitpick, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Like, I think that's the only time I noticed that one joke I said that, like, felt a little contrived, mm-hmm. but, like, A for effort. Sure. Yeah. But I can, I, it's like, to me, like, I feel like if you watch anything, you know, it'll break down for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, like, uh... But let's circle back to oh. the Hentified. <laughs> Hentified. Ah, uh, yes, so yes. Five years I, ago, so I introduced five years she introduced it to me. And she presented it to me as a relatively good thing, as, like, an alternative to gentrification, where, like, it's actual people from the community, and they're changing it. And, sure, maybe it can be a middle ground, but I think now it's largely accepted as kind of a bad thing. Like it's it's a gentrification with another name, that's what mm. I've seen. So it's I, a I guess that's term. what we were asking you. Is like, did you ever at one point have that? But you've answered it already. So I kind of want to know what you think. And like, it's like when Jay Z says, "Gentrify your own hood, but these people do it." Yeah. Like, see right there. <laughs> Just get that Jay Z clip and throw it over me. There you go, Michelle. <laughs> I will, I will, I will pay for these uh, edits. Michelle. I like that you like, are you go in though? You know, yeah. like you commit to the bit. I, that's I like what we that. Like. I, that's what I respect we like. that a lot. It's the only way. It's, it's truly yeah. the only way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, look. so I don't think that it's necessarily a good thing anymore. But like, the term itself, I learned when I was like trying to come to terms with like what gentrification actually meant in my community. Like I learned about it when I was in college and like. I know that LA is changing and that was like very scary. So when I heard like hentification, I was like, okay, this is a really good middle ground for me. But that was five years ago. And I yeah. think that like I've learned and unlearned a lot of things that college taught me. And do you feel like the show highlighted that? Highlighted what? The difference between what you used to think and what you know now. Cause I feel like they're, they're starting to set up the idea of hentification by like going to the chef to kind of mm-hmm. revamping the uh, menu the menu yeah yeah do you like, think that very like will the family become hentifiers or will, are they hentifiers like will is that even drama? sorry like is that even the conversation <laughs> that the show is trying to get at like 
Um, it seems yeah, like maybe yeah, I don't it seems know. like what they're actually trying to say. It's is, hard for me to answer these types of like, what is the show trying to say? Considering I've seen the whole series, sure. And pretending yeah. like I don't, I don't know the the, the end outcome. Yeah, it which is, is tough. which yeah. is Joaquin Cosio, you know, gets betrayed by sure. the uh, Miguel uh-huh. Angel Felix Gallardo. Yes. And winds up spending. We needed at least one Narcos Mexico joke. Sorry. So yeah, yeah. I think I that will, the show I will let the record show that I made a Narcos Mexico joke. In front of Joaquin Cosiel. Did you? During a, uh, our, our lunch, yeah. Did you laugh? He rolled his eyes at he, you, didn't I, he? I, I, I said something like... He's just um, another they fan. Were like, like, oh, they were, oh you're like one of very, them. It was a very serious moment where they were talking about how, you know, my my life changed when I got this the, the show. And like Not before close? this, I was doing... No, the, the other actors. Oh. And I was like, yeah. And like, Joaquin just... He just killed his son's best friend <laughs> <laughs> um he, i don't think he smiled i don't think he even understood because it was in english or uh, i don't know uh, maybe he did and he was just like fuck this guy talks too much <laughs> he just didn't think you were funny he was eating, he was eating, <laughs> oh he's another fan he was eating like a really nice bowl of cocido and so i don't think he was even fucking uh, with you at all yeah. at that moment he wasn't paying attention to you but i just want the record noted that i did make a stupid ass joke too. And I respect I respect yeah. you for yeah. for going out there because yeah. I, I risk it all for a joke. But what I think the show is trying to say <laughs> specifically about gentrification as it pertains to these characters and this restaurant is that those things, these big concepts that like people understand now because you know there's more education out there and there's more information about it. I think that the show is trying to say that it's hard to care about these things when you're just trying to survive. And I think that's. What ultimately what the show is mm-hmm. trying to say, and I think that's what resonated with me the most. Yeah. And I think it's building towards that. And I, I having obviously I haven't seen it all, but I think that that's what it's setting yeah. up. It's on it's the mic. It's focusing on the micro, sure. like you mentioned. That's a very astute point for sure. And I think that that's how I grew up for sure. I yeah. didn't grow up worrying about these kinds of issues because mm-hmm. I was just trying to get by. So that's a very good like way of looking at it, and I respect that. And yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you nailed it. And we'll leave with that. <laughs> all right. Cool and <laughs> We got to say it all at once. You're very excited to yeah. say it. Because I saw him, I saw him like gearing <laughs> up for it. I was leading for it, yeah. <laughs> Michelle, you got to take some of those out. I was it's too much. It's too much. I was much. hoping you would do it too. No. Yeah. She would never. No, I would never. All right. No. That's not my humor. All right, let's let's move That's into the, the ratings. You can go oh, okay. Go rating for the entire thing. Yeah. Rating like what? What's the scale? One out of five. One to five. Broken televisions is our dumb rating. One to five. Or good rating. Your one like, oof. I guess three. Okay. Yeah, because it's, it's for the like entire show. Three. Well, it's hard to be like, because like my five is like The Sopranos. Okay. And everything else is like way below that. Okay. Because what I'm about a, the first episode on its own? No, no, no. I will say it's like I, I like in a grade. Like if I could do grades, I would give it like a B plus. Okay. Yeah, like a BB plus for the first season. That's like a that's three a four. and a half, four. Okay, okay. See, I don't really know the scale, so okay. it's just like, yeah. Like one through five, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, three, three and a half or four, I would say mm-hmm. that, yeah. Four, maybe four. I think the first episode is for sure like a three. Okay. I think that the entire season is like a four. And, mm-hmm. and what I, this is what I, what I think about the show. I think that it's a really good show. Sometimes, I think sometimes it's like a very average show. And I think... There are also moments that are incredibly great, mm-hmm. and I think that 
that's the true magic of the show. That it can be like just like like we talked about. It, it could just be a show that you're watching for jokes, or it could be a show that's like, oh, it's got a really like compelling storyline or a through line, and then sometimes it just it just hits you like right in the heart, and you're like, fuck, like I want to cry, or I I I feel seen, or whatever. And I don't know how to grade that on a scale except to say that I think it's a show deserving of being like the hype that it's getting. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's lit as fuck and I think people should watch it for sure. Okay. That's cool. Also, I feel like you're describing a sitcom. Because I feel like sitcoms have all these things. It's a fucking sitcom. And like, but they have these moments of brilliance that just like destroy you sometimes. That's what it is. And I think that I I feel like if we are going to get to a point where like Latino, Latinidad is centered then we can have just a sitcom. And I think that's what it is. It's a sitcom, and it has great, great moments that only, I think, Latino storytellers could do for me. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great way. Okay, what about you, Ken? I really liked the pilot, Mm -hmm. first episode. I want to say a four for me. I can keep. I think we can keep talking about this forever, and I, and I think that we can have such rich conversations about this. Is really, you know, emblematic of how much the show means to us yeah. and to us as Latinos in LA. Sure. And I, I respect agree. that. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the same page. I think for, because it's. I mean, like, it's not. It's good. I think the little individual stuff where you start to pay attention to it is fine. But altogether, I think it works, and I think it works well, and it has. I think the gut punch for me, or like the the real like punchy moment, was that that scene. The, the cop uh-huh. at the end, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'd say uh, four. What, what do you what do you think, Joaquin Cosio? Culinary. <laughs> that five all the way. Ten. I think the thing I enjoy most about you doing this bit is the face you make every it's time you're about to say it. You're like you're like excited. You're like want to laugh. You're like a child. Gotta, that's, that's how he <laughs> says it in the show. That's what your impersonation is like. Culinary. Yo soy el boss. <laughs> that's my. That's, that's that one was awful. Yeah. Like even on my bad impersonations, yeah. that was not a good Joaquin Cosio. Yeah. But the family, we didn't talk about. Sorry, we didn't talk about this much. But like the fact that like the family, like he is so welcoming of all of his grandchildren, and that he's like supporting Anna in her art, and he's just like we just we we're full of dreams. Yeah. I think is so powerful, and you don't really see that at all ever. Yeah. Grandparents are really like, they do be, they do be like that. Yeah, and they like they accept her like, like for being queer and like yeah. being an artist. Oh, I, I loved yeah. it. Also, it there was like a, a, an mm-hmm. Afro Latin, like a black Latina mm-hmm. woman. It was great. Like right off rip, she was just like speaking Spanish. All right, how long do you see it going for, Galindo? Seasons was. Yeah, I'd imagine. It's hard to tell with Netflix. Yeah, I I, I definitely could see it going for a while. Four or five seasons or whatever it that. is that shows go. How long did one day at a time go on for? Three. On Netflix, three. But, but they said... That's well, like the trouble area. I mean, I think that the difference is like, number one is Netflix didn't own that show. It was owned by Sony. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that doesn't have a very good uh, like measurement. I think the fact that Netflix owns this property, it's their IP. They... Uh, produced it in house Mm -hmm. it's america ferrera i think people are really like from what i've seen resonating with it yeah it was trending like like number the top five yeah it's 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 been shared a lot Mm -hmm. i can see it going like until 
There's like spinoffs and shit. You know, Netflix likes to do mm. like, you know. That's what you want. I could see it going that far because because it is a sitcom. But the and realist sitcom- in you. How long do you see it going for? Oh, the realist in me is like... <laughs> the realist. Fucking... <laughs> it's like the Jay-Z. <laughs> you didn't announce your impression, though. Like, oh, kind of sorry. I, I will say... You have uh, to was, announce it. Was pretty it. Good, that was a pretty good Jay-Z laugh. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think... I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think that... I, I think I'm a positive person. Like, I don't think. Oh yeah. my fucking! You don't like to be pigeonholed. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying. I don't know what he's. I don't know what he means. Like okay. the realist oh. in me. All right. Oh. Like the realist in me. Like is like. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I, it's hard for me to say with this specific thing because I think what you're referring to is like when I say things like the Twitter is not the real world. And <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I should have said that to you when you said that the shit was trending. I should have been like, well, Twitter. No, not I meant the real trending world. on Netflix. Netflix now ah. releases trending shows. That's why, like, it's different to me. It's like, ah. and also, like, how can I say, like, the realities of this are? It's a show owned by Netflix mm-hmm. that seems to be doing well, at least by their own measurements. Mm-hmm. It's got America Ferrero, which is who's a star. They are like really trying to go after the Latino audience. Like those are the realities. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like from a real realistic standpoint, it seems like a biz, like it's a good business model for them. Yeah. You know they don't have to rely on ratings. Yeah, that's true. Um, all that matters to them is like the, the binging in the first weekend that it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a lot of people binge it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't so know how to judge Netflix as opposed to like the news cycle and. Biden, Bernie, coronavirus, fucking right. nonsense. Zeitgeist shit. So yeah. three seasons, you say? Four seasons? <laughs> I would like to see going five seasons. Okay. Whatever shows go now. Like, what, the shows it, go like, like five, right? Say I can see the show going on for <laughs> no, like no. five or six uh-uh. seasons. <laughs> no, you, you need gotta, to say it the way you said it. In the octave like you said it in. <laughs> what octave is <laughs> <was laughs> it? <laughs> so, Michelle, we gotta like make like a little, <laughs> like a little song out of this. What do you think, Karen? Uh, <laughs> oh, that was my answer. Was long as fuck. Yeah. yeah. You did that. You, you did that to yourself. You like? I didn't know. No. You're just like realist. What, what is, is realist? realist? What is like, that? It's, just, this it's is like the, a huge moral dilemma for a you. Realist? The realist shit I ever wrote. A realist would have just been like, "You're right. I am a realist." And then just gave his answer. Yeah. But you're like, I'm not a realist. Here's I'm why I'm not a realist. You're a realist. <laughs> I'm going to pull up all the texts where you've said I'm a realist. <laughs> I said I'm a capitalist. I'm a capital. Oh I mean, God, if it makes God. money. A capital realist? <laughs> I still don't understand. On the economic side of things? I don't understand the economics of Netflix. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So I don't know how to judge it. If this was on, like, network television, you could see ratings. You could see all that shit. So this is still part of your answer. This is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> my answer will continue in perpetuity. Here for um, it. My answer was going to outlast the series. The my, my, I think yeah. this is longer. This is like three times the length of <laughs> this the is, Testify this first episode. Poor Michelle. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. All right, Karen, what do you think? <laughs> no. You're fine. It's, gotta be nice. it's okay. I'm not saying anything. Right. I'm just being quiet now. You're oh. like, no, no, no. Oh, no. We bullied I, you I like feel bad mom. for Michelle. Like, once you brought that up, then I was like, oh, I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> I forget there's, there's, the a human, is I forget there's a human cost to this bullshit. <laughs> if it was me <laughs> editing, silliness. you wouldn't care. Yeah. I would not know. Yeah. Well, thank you for that <laughs> thought out response. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Right, um, you guys don't know that, but that's an impersonation of my friend Nick Takasi. Yeah. I knew it. That's also I part of your response. It. I know that sounds like a made up name. I thought that was your uh, Zoe Kravitz impression <laughs> from the episode. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like five people that I've broken up with, and we're going to meet them all. Um, that's, my, okay. that's pretty yeah, much That's That's the it. Series. That's the whole right, series. Go. Karen. God, hurry up. Three. <laughs> I will not be rushed. I'm reclaiming my time. Okay. You say three? <laughs> three seasons. Okay. Three seasons. Is that uh, about, like, would that be a success for you? So, three? Three. Okay. Three. But maybe Netflix will make it go on for five. Hopefully. Orange is the Black went on for fucking yeah, ever. I'm ready it's for it to on. be five. I think it can continue no, going on. It ended? It's oh, never ending. Right, the last ever. No, Russian Doll is a continuation. Oh, of it. that's right. That's right. Russian Doll. That's a good show. That's you good. liked it? I fucking a lot of people liked it. That's a I, liked I think it we were the only ones that did it. Overall. Like. First episode was weak. I don't remember the first episode. Overall, it was cool. Yeah. What about, All right, what about, what what about, about you? Um, you didn't even give me oh, a rating. Yes, I would go. I said four. I you said four. Four, four, out of, four out of five. Four out of five. In, oh, you agreed right with you. me. Okay. And then I would say two and a half. Two seasons. Maybe three. I don't know. I think on my block because it's owned by everything. Like it, it's it's gonna go on for its third season. Yeah, it's already on. They're already shooting. Yeah, but so I think I, I want it to go on past three seasons. I just don't know. I always think about like what they set out, right? Like the the thesis of the, the series. Mm-hmm. If the thesis is make it a functioning, you know, bar or make it. Sorry, I'm thinking of you. That <laughs> yeah, making a functioning restaurant. Then, how long does that go for? Mm-hmm. And I, I think two to three seasons is like what It'd I can cool see that like story going. Follow for. another family or like another. Yeah. See, if they did that, if they did like some season arc shit, that would be great. Because I think you can tell that gotcha, in gotcha. different ways. But I, I see three. Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. And I think that's it. Anything else we want to say? Any more impressions? Mm, no, I think I'm good. I don't. Couldn't think of anything right, else to say. Good. No. Aha. All right, ready? <laughs> I, I I would like the Jay Z impersonations to stop. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> they feel a little bit like so weird. It's a little weird I mean, when people try to impersonate Jay Z, and they're not as good as I'm going to be. Right, Michelle? All right, go. Uh-huh. Oh, because you're gonna. She's gonna Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, right. Galindo. Wow, that was a really good impression. Wow, you should. I was you really. Go into that's the your biz. best one yet. <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna end this. Thank Anything you. else? Anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna cut it then. All right, wait, 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 wait. Before you cut it, say it. I'm not you gotta say, say it. it. You gotta end it like that. You gotta say culinary. Oh yeah, say it. Come on. Come on. I said it the first just time. I was it. the one that brought it up. If Remember? you whisper it, I know. That's why I said just say it again. We'll say all three of us will say it. Culinary. There you go. Mm-hmm. Peace. Thanks for coming on, Alino. Thank oh, you want to plug your your shit that nobody is gonna find because no one listens to? This? I don't care about my shit. Oh no, yeah, okay. plug it. Yeah. What am I plugging? Listen to, I mean, you can listen, listen to, to me. Read, no. read and listen. Weekly on KPCC here in Los Angeles. Find his past you work find, on you, you can find. You can find, if you really want to go to find my work, uh, you go to thisfoo.com. Yes. 
fucking I'm incredibly proud of buying that URL yeah it feels like the greatest accomplishment to date as you should that, be that URL feels like smoking a joint at the White House and we'll end it there <laughs> <laughs>